Upstream with Jim and John, father and son conversations about discipleship and culture in the Pacific Northwest. I'm John. And I'm Jim. And today is episode 52. John, we've been doing this for one year. Yeah, we made it. That's crazy. Episode 52, one year, vacations, sickness, travel. We still never missed a week. Holidays. I got to tell you, I'm pretty proud of us. 52 weeks. Um, And so today's episode, go ahead. Well, yeah, you, you travel more than your average Joe, so it's, it is impressive that we uh, we managed to make all that work out. Yeah, we did. And um, so today, we're going to kind of uh, review and recalibrate the year. Um, we're not going to go back and give episode highlights or anything no, like that. We, we both do, decided we don't like that very much. Yeah, we don't like that. So we're going to talk about what we had in mind when we began, kind of where we're at right now, and where we think this is going in the future. Totally, yeah. Yeah. So before that, though, it is joke and or story time. And John, episode 52 is you. Okay. So uh, not, I mean, none of my stories are legendary. <laughs> so this is a pretty tame one, even by my standards. Oh. This is one of my earliest school memories. Uh, I have some earlier from Montana. So we were, I was in kindergarten in Montana. Yeah. And then we go to Colorado for my first through ninth grades halfway through my ninth grade and then we came here so first grade so we're in colorado and i have some some kindergarten memories of learning how to tie my shoes and stuff like that but this was uh first grade and my teacher is this really really short uh asian woman and i don't remember her name unfortunately (laughs) she was a a great teacher so I, i wish i did but she was so short that first grade me was like was like chin height on her like you were uh way taller than all of your peers in fact um in Montana, mm-hmm. Bethany, when you were in kindergarten, she's in second grade, and the two of you were the same height, and you both were the tallest kids all the way through second grade. I didn't know that. That's pretty crazy. Yes. In fact, people used to think, John, that you were older than you were all the time. They would think that when you were little, little, because you were big, little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not little, little. Okay. So first uh, grade, little Asian lady. Yeah. First grade. And, uh, and she was stern. I, in my in my memory as a six year old, right? I yeah. think six. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, I have a September birthday, so I, I would have been seven very quickly after after school started. Uh, but the point being, uh, they we had to write a five sentence story, Ooh. and I was uh, flabbergasted that we would have to write a whole five <laughs> sentences. I was floored. <laughs> and uh, do you and still I, remember what you wrote? No, I don't. But I remember I didn't write anything for a while. I'm sitting there throwing crayons around and. And distracting my friends while they try to write stuff. And she finally kind of, you know, kind of gets me in trouble a little bit. And she says, hey, get to work. And I'm and I'm frustrated. Now, this to be is, clear, she doesn't get you in trouble. She recognizes the trouble you're creating and identifies it. So she doesn't get you in trouble. You got yeah, you in trouble. Yeah, you sound like a narc to me. You sound like <laughs> a teacher's pet. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so she – so I, I think – and this is also now that I'm thinking about it, a uh, uh, one of the early memories of my um, trouble being told what to do. Hmm. But I think I'm gonna blow this lady away with what I write. So I like <laughs> I, I doubled. I'm like like elbows down, yeah, elbows like, up, head down. I'm gonna write this thing. 
and, and it's going to be tear stains on the paper when exactly, she reads them. Exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. And, yeah, and so uh, I crank it out. I'm proud of it, and I hand it to her, <laughs> and she doesn't like it very much. I forget what she said, but I remember I remember being uh, being frustrated that because uh, I thought it was amazing. And so uh, you actually did. You actually thought you had outdone yourself. You thought it yeah. was world class. Yeah, and. Um, and on, I, you know, this is first grade. I have no idea what she said, but I remember, I remember thinking that she was actually saying that to not um, encourage my behavior. I was like, yes. I, I bet you she's yeah. lying to me. She can't affirm you now because you you acted out. So exactly. she has to she has to hold back her awe <laughs> at your writing. Yeah, just because of yeah. And then she went back to her office and and wept silently for the beautiful <laughs> evil thing that she had written or read. Uh, and that yeah. kind of went on through you know like like in high school then it becomes five paragraph things so before mm-hmm. high school you know middle school and stuff like that right and then, even then i was like oh five paragraphs i just can't i just can't do this right and then you get to college and it turns into 20 pages and right and uh and now at work you know i i you write, write all the time all the time i wrote um almost 2000 words in one day uh last week or a few weeks ago two big big old stories hmm and uh, and I was like, man, if only if only kindergarten John could see this. Yeah, you'd ra- and, you'd wow him. Even even kindergarten Asian teacher, if she could see it, <laughs> she probably she probably wondered whatever happened to you and thought you were going to amount to nothing. No, she'd probably still thump me on the head. She for, might think you were stand up comedian by now or something. Maybe, yeah. But uh, one of those stories is actually really good. I thought. Who was uh, your favorite teacher of all time? Not counting college, I'm talking about elementary, middle school, and high school. I've was had a lot a of really good teachers. Stood, oh, you have? Yeah, I have. Um, there was that woman, and then there was this woman in second grade. She had so long white hair. So you don't know anybody's hair. names? No, I don't remember anybody's names. Um, That's but amazing. Had, I know. She had really long white hair, and uh, and when we graduated from her second grade class, she cried. <laughs> and uh, and I've made good friends with this kid named Connor. He was my best friend through like third or you fourth grade. You remember his name? Yeah. He's my, he's my buddy Connor. Yeah. It was different. And uh, and he, one time, I was going to sit down, and he pulled the chair out from under me, and I fell down on my butt in front of the whole oh. class. Oh. And he was laughing, and she, she got him in trouble for that, and so I was, thought she had my She back. didn't get him in trouble. She recognized the trouble he had created. <laughs> <laughs> Narc. Now, no, see, I, I, one time I was, at this, uh, I was at this prison ministry fundraising breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting at a table. I don't know anybody at my table. And this guy starts telling me he has a ministry to inmates. And he does seminars. And I'm like, what kind of seminars? He says, well, I teach them the the 10 thinking errors of a convict. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, give me one of those. And he said, well, I'm not guilty until the judge's gavel hits the deal. And he says guilty. Sure. So that would be saying the judge got me in trouble. <laughs> I see what you're saying. So uh, the judge didn't – you weren't guilty, and this is what he has to teach him. You're not guilty when the judge's gavel hits the deal. You're guilty when you do the deed. There's a lot more uh, wiggle room in, in school – in classrooms <laughs> than in the legal justice system. Yeah, but but still, see, your language betrays you. It shows that you didn't think you were in trouble. She got you in trouble. No, but she did because there's – you roll the dice in a classroom – I was a, a, a I talked a lot in class through uh, basically until through the end of middle school and then I uh, just didn't for whatever reason in middle yeah. school and high school, but uh, it was always this roll of the dice. It was how funny is this? <laughs> because if you get them to laugh hard enough, they're probably not going to kick you out. Right. 
and uh, with exceptions. I remember, uh, uh, yeah, lots of times being asked to sit in the hallway. But uh, <laughs> anyway, other uh, I'd be be remiss. There's I remember these better because it was high school. But uh, my statistics teacher at Tumwater High School, mm. uh, I think his name was Suderman. I think this is amazing. You don't remember any teacher names. Mm, yeah. My favorite teacher of all time was my second grade teacher, Mrs. Baird. Baird. Mrs. Baird. She was, I'm going to guess that she was uh, 45, maybe 50. Okay. And she had this church lady hair, and she wore, she was um, well presented church all the time. Church lady hair? Yeah, like her hair went up and maybe, it wasn't a bun, but it was kind of just a conservative woman's professional hair. Is it the kind of almost like a fro? Like it's kind of curly. Oh no 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 no! It just was. It was styled like an older person. Sure. And she had. She wore makeup. Man, she wore lots of makeup. In turn, in fact, she wore lots of so much makeup that I imagined that if I were to scratch her face, <laughs> I would get nothing but makeup, and I wouldn't even hit yeah. her skin. That's kind of wow. But she's the first person that told me that I was smart. That I that I had a lot to offer. And that I, you know, it, it, she really, she really uh, made me believe in myself. It was uh, quite a gift. Well, that's great. I'm glad you remember <laughs> even her name. That's, to me, that's uh, mind-boggling. That's funny. I do. I still remember college professors, and hopefully that won't go away as easy. But Yeah. Do you yeah. remember your first telephone number? Uh, no. I remember, I feel like I remember yours, or at least part of it, um, from Colorado, your cell number. Because mm. I had the, I had yours and mom's memorized. And, and Yeah, in Colorado, it was 720-252-8815. 8815. I was going to say 8805. Um, but in, uh, when, when I was growing up, our home phone number, our landline, there were no cell phones in those days. Sure. And my phone number was BR92215. B? BR92215. Letters in your phone number? Yeah, that's the way they did it, which is weird because it was 2792215. And the B is on the 2 and the R is on the 7. Gotcha. And so it was, it, but they they told you, you know, everybody knew their numbers with letters for the first two numbers. So it was BR92215. Hmm. And you didn't have seven digits. You only had, I mean, you didn't have 10 digits. You only had seven because sure. there were so few phones that there wasn't a need to have area codes. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, my point with the story was that when you're in the, when you're when you're creating something, you don't always know how good it is. It's kind of impossible to tell at a certain mm. point. When we were writing the pursuit at the end. Oh, so here's was, your segue into our conversation. In, yes, into we have created something. We have. And this is kinda, something. Something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's something. Yeah. And it's hard to tell the quality, especially when it's when the product is a quote unquote product. Right. Is uh, is our. Conversations. It's us. We are. Yeah. We are the product. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and, kind of the uh, idea of this episode. So, is to try yeah, and assess it a little bit. Yeah. And, and we're going to talk about where what we had in mind when we began, and then um, kind of what we've what we've gone through in this year in terms of thinking about this, and then how we feel about it going in the future. Yeah. So um, it's interesting, John. Let me ask you this before we get started into that: What letter grade would you give us? Uh, for this first year, uh, that's tough because you grade with a rubric normally, right? You grade when they had a a specific thing in mind. 
Uh-huh. And uh, and our goal has kind of moved yeah. over time. So it's it's kind of hard to tell. I think the fact that we got every single week. Uh, I remember uh, uh, there were some of the podcasts li- uh, Lindsay listens to. One of them was taking a break for the holidays. And I was like, you don't take a break. You don't Who take takes a break? breaks? You record extra the ones. The show early. must go on. Exactly. You record extra ones early. And it was the, it was I think it was a woman and her husband do the podcast. So I was like, uh. you guys got all the time in the world together. Just do do a few extra and drop them while you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. And so, in that regard, I think uh, I think we've done well to to not miss a week. Um, in other yeah, the regards, rubric thing, the rubric thing's a great idea, a, a great point because this is what has been hard for us throughout the whole year mm-hmm. is lack of clarity on exact on the exact rubric. Yeah, and I think the this is you know we because the the original idea mm-hmm. uh, is is a is actually a platform. The podcast being the center center part of that platform, right? And so uh, the other limbs of that i would give poor grades for you and me but the fact that other the, than the pursuit you know and yeah what grade would you give the pursuit john i like the pursuit a lot but that's like i'm saying you know there are uh i forget the that's what right, i'm saying man it's what, I, it's what i'm saying <laughs> i forget the filmmaker's name he's this russian guy who was like an anti-propagandist filmmaker who died of lung cancer that some people think the kgb gave to him they think they mm. gave him lung cancer wow and uh anyway he hated all of his movies he said they were all garbage and they were and he's one of the most revered directors of all time so uh it's hard to tell but mm-hmm. i like it i and, and it's easier because it's not all my writing it's it's almost entirely your writing and i just edited it so uh, uh i think it is of high quality but with all things you know i i'm a much better editor now than i was then i'm sure if i went through it now i'd be, True. Yeah. I'd be displeased with some of that stuff <clears throat> So you, you are you're you not think? offering a grade. You're not giving me an answer. Well, because I don't except know what, that you have a lot of reasons not to give an answer. Well, as you could probably pick up from my stories, I have a lot of issues with grades. I have a lot of, <laughs> a lot of challenges <laughs> with uh, with this cut and dry grading system. I would, yeah. I'll give us a I'll give us a B. It's a B. Okay, uh, on the pursuit or a B on uh, on upstream on, uh, on on the whole package. The whole package. This the Jim and John thing. If I assigned a, a classroom of thirty pairs of people right said create a platform with a podcast yes and do your best i'd say we're a b maybe even a b plus really that's good to hear yeah i mean what do you think we're like d students i I think well i don't know i don't know i you know you're right it's really hard to judge your own your own thing so let's let's go into why did we start this you know um I'm, I I don't want to do the talking here because I might not speak for you accurately. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you why I why I wanted to do it, but you tell me why you wanted to do it. What what got us going? Well, for for the record, you made me give a grade, and now you're not giving a grade. I feel like that's unfair. My record but, would be my record would be C plus. C plus. You're mean, man. I, I'm you a are hard an grader. Arc. I'm a hard grader. <laughs> you're getting uh, me in trouble. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> to me. Uh, I started this because it felt like um, I'm not very good at, you know, as I've said, uh, of uh, deciphering the the will of God. But it felt like there was this this progression, this natural progression. We uh, you wanted to do the pursuit. I, I don't remember whose idea that was. Um, yeah, that was or how uh, I got involved with that. Yeah. Um, but that was a, it's an evergreen product. It's not a, it's not a Jim and John product. We, we feel free to buy it from us. We have copies that we will get the money from, but it was through evergreen. I got paid by evergreen for that job. So I was an unemployed. Well, they made money on it. So yeah. And they, they made lots of, to be clear, if we're going to lay out the business model, um, I'm just, I'm just saying that that wasn't, that wasn't a Jim and John thing originally. 
and they made their money back for whatever they paid me and then and then yeah. some. so uh but point being i don't uh that was a uh that even though that was evergreen that was you and me right um uh, basically in its entirety and uh and then so that was really great we cranked that out uh over like a month and a half it was longer than that but we had that last that last month was very intense because we were slamming up against our deadline so yeah in typical lad fashion we did procrastinate <laughs> it's tebow time <laughs> and uh and my honestly, theory is if you wait to the last minute it only takes a minute there you go yeah that's something yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh point anyway I, I i like that a lot and you were and you had said um we should do a pot i think I'm having I'm having memories come in that I'll I'll let go about how we started the pursuit, but for a different time that we should start this podcast. And to me, it felt like a natural progression. It was um, it felt like the pursuit was the right thing to do, and then the podcast was this. Um, the realization was, oh, our dynamic works, mm-hmm. and it could help other uh, Christ followers um, in whatever their kind of process their thoughts right. too. Yeah, people who don't have our relationship could could get the uh, vicarious help of our talks that I've gotten for my whole life. So that was the, the more or less the idea and the, the progression made sense to where it was, it seemed like it was the, not, not like the, like if this fell through, I wouldn't be like, why God did you lie to me? You know, it sure, wouldn't be, sure. it wouldn't be like that. It would just, it just felt right. I don't know. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, for, well, for me, you know, I'd had, I'd had some friends of mine over various times, uh, hang out with you and me while we're having one of these conversations. Uh, several of my coworkers had overheard us having them, some of my friends. And so uh, several times I'd had people say, man, it is so cool that your son has these conversations with you and that, that he enjoys them and that he thinks as deeply as he thinks. And a couple of times I had dad say, I wish my, I wish I had, I wish my son wanted to talk to me like this. And mm-hmm. it made me think uh, we should record these. Some, I think maybe somebody actually said, you should record those conversations. And so then that led me to, well, hey, maybe we should do a podcast of these so that um, other people could vicariously participate in our conversations. For me, we're winning when people are listening to our podcast and they start arguing with us or having their own thoughts in the car. <laughs> yeah, you know, talk, th- shouting at the speakers yeah, or whatever. Now that, yeah. That's when I think, oh, this is working because you're thinking about it. And um, <clears throat> it's funny, there's someone I love a lot who's been who's offered uh, constructive feedback multiple times mm. about episodes. Um, and the fact that this person goes into great detail about the thoughts that grabbed them and the thoughts they disagreed with, I'm just sitting there smiling going, it's working because that's exactly what For I sure. want to happen, you know? Yeah. And so uh, our goal was to, um, to uh, my goal was to uh, offer um, spiritual formation help to people who don't have the who don't have the opportunity to have those conversations. I happen to think that meaningful relationships and processing your faith, iron sharpening iron, and just beating those ideas against each other is a huge part of uh, positive movement in your life. Sure. And so I just wanted to offer those um, because we had I had gotten so many compliments about them that I wanted to see if they could be helpful to anybody else. Yeah, and um, and originally, I would say the scope of our ideas were bigger than than what it is now. Um, like I said, just of it being a um, a platform, um, but that's not a. Uh, I don't feel. I don't find myself feeling disappointed 
um, in that in that early on, we were thinking, you know, maybe this could be like my whole gig could be helping run this thing, and that was right. that was uh, um, a a exciting idea. And but it's not a uh, I I like where I am now, and it's not it's nothing like that. But but that was part of the initial mindset. Yeah, we thought we could build a platform with this, finish the pursuit, get that going. And then start to write books together. You know, the idea was that we would co-author some books, yeah, and keep writing, and that that all of that together might eventually end up in a platform from which you could write for a living, mm-hmm. the kind of writing you want to do. You know, not not having to do journalism, but the kind of writing you want to do. And and initially, and you could speak to this, but I know when I've heard you say this a few times, you you said that the goal is to get me to To get a platform for me, you didn't even say us, and yeah. that always was like I I always wanted it to be us. You know, I I don't want it to. To me, this is like you're being like, we got to get you to the moon, Neil Armstrong. <laughs> I'm going to build you a rocket to get you to the moon. It's like, well, you know, and, I don't... and early on, that was that was you know eighty percent of my motivation, which I didn't I didn't know, which is very interesting. But but I want you know it has it has evolved uh, yeah. because I've wanted to do more. And so uh, it it has been it has evolved. So um, one of the things we had to do when we started was figure out okay what is this we're doing, mm-hmm. and you know so we took a couple of uh, online courses on how to start a podcast and how to define your audience and you know blah 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 blah, and so we landed on um, uh, father and son. That they that was a niche that that was a uniqueness about us, father and son conversations about discipleship and culture in the Pacific Northwest where we live, and yeah. the goal was to have conversations that would be helpful about that that kind of focus, and uh, and this audience this uh, our topics can be kind of uh, they 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 cross a wide range of things and the idea. In these classes, they say to uh, niche down your audience as, as fine as possible. So that's kind of our process. It was father and son is kind of broad. Um, uh, discipleship, you know, bring it down a little bit and culture in the Pacific Northwest. That was the yeah. – and to add the region there was to make it even sharper. And one of the challenges with that is that we t- we like to talk about more things than that. I think it's been hard to um, – it's been hard to niche down because this is really – I mean, obviously, we put some shine on it, but but this is how we talk. You know, this is these are the kind of conversations we already have. So it's been challenging to niche down. Um, but I think the I would if if I may be so bold, I think it is it is uh, people who are still listening and and listen weekly. I think it is uh, what they come for is is the the genuine just the conversation. So say we were to force ourselves to talk about kind of the authenticity of, of it. The, exactly. If we were to yeah. force ourselves to check all the boxes with every topic, you might find topics that were not really dying to talk about that I don't have making right. questions about it and you don't have burning answers to, to give, you know? Yeah. So that was, yeah. I, that's how it started, I guess. Was, and, and if any of you are listening, it is, it is tricky to find, um, a very, very specific topic. Uh, I think the initial phases, both the pursuit and this were both very challenging for us. Yeah. And when to, you think about 52 episodes, that's 52 topics. And if you go back and I go to our website and I scroll through the list and I go th- back to our uh, our our um, podcasting platform, and I l- scroll through the list of all fifty-two episodes. There's a lot of topics on there. 
a lot of really good topics. I mean, I'm kind of proud of the bandwidth of really important things we've talked about. Yeah, I am too. And and now, um, if you're if you're you are you good with the first talking about how we yeah yeah let's yeah. talk about where we're, where it has gone, uh, you know because there that there have been some ebbs and flows throughout the year, and yeah. how do how do you how would you say it's evolved over time? Uh, I think it's uh, it becomes more regular, right? It becomes a part of your week every mm-hmm. week. We, mm-hmm. we, this is what we do. And there have been times, uh, especially early on, we, we recorded several at a time uh, out of necessity or, or just because we had time on our hands and, and had several topics. Um, one of the big changes is actually my, my job. We started when I was a barista and I was like, oh, um, this will be easy and it'll be a creative outlet at my job, which is not inherently creative uh, in the way that I would like it to be. There's cre- creativity in, in, um, in baristing to an extent. Um, but and that changed almost immediately. It's actually, uh, we were on, we went to LA for vacation as a whole family. It was really, it was amazing. One of my favorite vacations of all time. That was a great vacation. And, uh, while I was there, I got an email to come back or, or to when I got back to interview for a job. And then I came back and I got the job. So, so basically right when we started, I got a different job. Yeah. Cause and, when, yeah. So this is, this is April, whatever. So we started in April. Well, we started so technically we started in June because we had recorded. Uh, we we launched with about six episodes. Uh, well, we launched the, publicly in June, but we had been yeah. recording weekly since exactly. April. Yeah, exactly. So we'd been recording these episodes, and the idea was the the idea in my head was that the status quo would be: I get off from coffee, I go wherever I need to go, and we record and we write, and just because that's the way we had done the pursuit. Yeah, and it's not a very it's not a mentally taxing job, even if it is sometimes physically taxing. Uh, and there are days where it's. Uh, mentally taxing. I, the goal of this is not to make um, anyone who's a barista <laughs> feel like their job is too easy. Uh, but but then things change immediately. So then it was, uh, oh, this job is um, is mentally absorbing. If not, I wouldn't call it taxing necessarily. But my my uh, I think about it a lot, and it's hard to it's harder to juggle both of these balls than if than this and and a coffee shop job. So yeah, was because a, you're yeah you're you're putting together sentences and paragraphs and thoughts and yeah and and so that's using the same muscles. And one of the reasons I think um, that I've been led to where I am is because uh, you just learn so fast. I'm I'm I've only been doing this for in this job for ten months now. In June it'll be uh, or July first is when it was my first day, mm-hmm. and I'm the I'm inordinately better at what I what I would call my craft than I was 10 months ago. So, uh, it's obviously a great thing and I'm, and I'm grateful for it, but it, it, it changed the game. It, it, it changed from, cause the idea was, Oh, I'll work on this until we can do this as a, until this makes money and we can, right, right. we can, and I can leave that job and this will be our gig to now I'm on a, an actual, um, career path. So that was the, that's the big shift to where we are now from when we are, where we were when we started is that now I, I, uh, have two interests at the same time as opposed to one, bread job and one interest you know what i'm saying yeah and so per- personally that's the big the big change the big change over the year yeah yeah i think it's been fun to watch how we've evolved we've gotten a little bit better at the technology of this and the craft oh we, man i hate the sound you know, quality those, of some those early ones. episodes were really rough <laughs> when and, i i would uh, tell people about this like my mother-in-law she's like oh, i'm gonna go back and listen to all of them i was like please don't don't do it just <laughs> just go to where we are now <laughs> So I, I am curious, John, if you had one episode that stands out in your mind as the most fun episode we did or your favorite episode. Do you have one that is your favorite? Well, 
you can already tell that I can't since I can't remember my high school teacher's name, so my memory That's isn't true. all there. But and fifty two, a lot of them are are similar. I remember um, being particularly proud of a few. Uh, the most fun I had was actually our, um, uh, our movies and what yeah, they say our, about it's you. Our least popular episode. Yeah, it is, which is really funny. But I had a yeah. great time. And and uh, and to give kind of a into my personal mindset, I went into my my. Um, headspace is I the numbers don't always bother me uh we you know it's a it's a uh depth of impact not breadth of impact thing for us so when we get emails from you guys which we if we haven't said it enough we love more than anything um about how we're helping or how your kids listen when you're driving and they're thinking about these things um that's that's uh that's like an adrenaline high so it doesn't bother me when I when our episode performs worse than a different episode um, yeah, but that and was the, to to give people behind the curtain, you know how many listens we've had. We've had a total of just over almost fifty one hundred downloads, and our episodes average about about ninety listens per episode. I think, and that's um, I don't we've know. Got some I think our most popular episode one forty nine. Yeah, and the juicier ones definitely perform well. The John Christ one and the yeah. and the uh, uh, Kanye West, and those were not. Um, you know, we weren't rubbing our greasy palms together like, oh, this is going to get all the listens. It yeah, was just stuff our, we, had, second, we wanted to talk about. Yeah, our second highest episode, John, is why is decision making so hard for John? And that is the first one we went public with. So yeah, um, that was episode seven, I believe. Do you have a, a most fun uh, recording? Well, um, I don't know. I I, uh, I don't know. I I, I really don't. I've enjoyed most of them. There's been only a few bad ones in my mind. Yeah. And actually, I, I forgot about this one. The um, I can't remember for the life of me for what we called it because it was just that one where I was just obsessed with this idea. Um, it was the um, <laughs> basically uh, the idea of like things that um, control your life from before your born and from before you're really conscious as like a young adult or a, a, an adolescent, like things between the ages of zero and six. Um, yeah. and how, uh, um, how important those are for where your life goes and how everyone is kind of playing with the stack deck that, that episode, which as you can tell was kind of all over the place, but I was, I was really, really, um, and entrenched in that idea. And I had a really great time talking about that. Yeah. So John, where do you think we're going? Where, where are we headed? You, um, you know, we finished a year and, um, are you, as you think about, wow, finishing one year, how do you feel about the next year? <clears throat> do you have, you know, how are you said 52 episodes? That's a lot of topics and it's hard for us to focus because we talk about everything. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about moving forward? What, what, what are you anticipating with, uh, upstream with Jim and John? Man, well, and you and I have talked about this privately, but it's so hard for me to look in my mind's eye past um, the end of this whole COVID situation. Mm. It feels like uh, it's like you know when you're when you're sick and uh, like you have the sniffles and your body hurts and you you can't really do all you can't you used to be able to do and you think, um, uh, man, I like like I can't even imagine being able to like jump right now or like like run around. <laughs> <laughs> this happened a lot when I was a kid. I'd watch a, uh, oh, yeah. I'd be watching cartoons. And I'd be like, "How do they even do that?" When I was sick, because I was like, <laughs> I was just debilitated. <laughs> ah, that Bonnie Rubble. What an yeah. actor. Yeah, 
And uh, so it feels kind of like that, where it's like it's hard to even imagine um, post COVID, which uh, which I'm I am I feel more optimistic than your average Joe about this, but it's just hard for me to even to to see it with my mind's eye. Yeah. And so that's really, that uh, definitely threw a, a a stick in the spokes of this whole thing. Like we said, it it is probably because because it's messed with everyone's schedule. Even my the podcast I listen to for fun, I've missed who knows how many because I'm not driving. I only listen to them when I drive, and yeah, I don't our, drive to our work listening, anymore. Our listening has dropped during COVID because people are not driving, right? And they're, they're not everyone's working schedules out the are just club. Yeah. messed up. Everyone's kids are around. You probably couldn't hear anything if you put it on anyway because the kids are playing and screaming. So uh, it's we're in, in a very complicated time, and it makes looking forward difficult. Uh, Have you battled any kind of depression? You think through COVID. I think I am um, not self-aware enough to know what depression feels mm. like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I don't have. Uh, I think no loss of energy. Would you? Would you say you've? Uh, maybe part of depression is uh, energy loss. I think. Yeah, one but, of the symptoms, anyway. Yeah, I think one of the things is uh, um, pertaining to going forward is I've gotten very comfortable with our routine. Like I said, we settled into the weekly routine. And we uh, originally it was oh man we need to we need to get on writing, and then it's become you know it's it, we've kind of fallen off of even feeling the pressure of it because we we haven't done it in a while so right um, so going forward um, I would see a a decision to either start writing or to decide not to write or to say we're going to write starting this day or something some kind of decisiveness. Um, rather than being in limbo, and and um, if the, if the future part of this episode is mostly goals, then that's definitely one of the goals I would say uh, is to make a decision about it. The kind of the no stop gap thing that right. I said a few times a few weeks ago, a few episodes yeah. ago, uh, uh, we're putting on stop gaps. We're saying, well, maybe we'll write next week, and those are stop gaps. And instead of saying we'll start <clears throat> writing now or we won't start writing now, yeah. Uh, what about you? Goals for the future? Well, you know, um, I I think I would like to. Uh, get more creative with our programming. So I was thinking of segments to each show, you know, have like a couple of other, we have story time, which uh, people have told me they really enjoy. And maybe to have another segment or two that we drop in in the middle of an episode and, you know, Hey, it's time for this part of the segment. So I sure I think of something like that, just to raise the bar a little bit more on the quality of our podcast. And I, I'm in this uh, weird space because I really want to start writing, but yeah. it's hard for me to sit down and write ever since I finished that master's program. It's like I still can't get it, – it, it really was exhausting. And it was, it was 20 hours a week for 18 months. If I, can, I, if I can brag on your behalf, we wrote however many hours a week during that last month of the pursuit while you were doing Evergreen stuff for however many hours a week while you were doing your master's degree stuff. Yeah, and it was uh, also you, finals week. That last week of yeah. getting the pursuit finished was also finals week. You were a workhorse, In that man. semester that was, of my master's course. That was crazy. And I, and I think I just fried a little bit. So I'm starting to get a lot more energy back, but it's still hard for me to sit down and write. So and, and I think that is things, one thing I'd like to see us do. And talking about um, day jobs that are mentally absorbing, yours, you know, you, you run, you lead an organization um, that is, and, and you have to create, you know, you, you design a message every week mm-hmm. uh, on top of whatever other communication you have to do and planning you have to do. So uh, you have probably less mental real estate left to, to rent out <laughs> than some people. <laughs> um, but 
but yeah, I guess so. Saying that, like like when I was a barista, it was it was easier to get motivated for side creative outlets yeah. because I needed to release that energy. Yeah, and you're releasing that energy all the time, maybe too much, you know. Well, during COVID too, I think that's that's been you know um, that has pushed my and every pastor I know. There's research out that pastors are saying they're working harder than they've ever worked, but yeah. they're also more energized than they've ever been. So it is a unique time. And I do think it's going to it's going to come to some degree of normalcy, and we'll be able to find a rhythm. Yeah. So let's do our commercial break, or do you want to? You want to skip the commercial break this week? Uh, let's uh, let's deliver it ourselves. Let's do a, a old fashioned uh, off the cuff oh. commercial oh. break. It's episode fifty two. Oh. Throwback. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to episode fifty two. <laughs> Something like this, John. Do you want me to use my? Yeah. Radio announcer voice. You sound like that guy in uh, that Parks and Rec episode. He's making fun of NPR. <laughs> One of my favorite things. <laughs> I learned the other week that that guy, if you guys know what we're talking about, is Derry Murbles in the in uh, in Parks and Recreation. He plays his, his name play- is Derry Murbles. Derry Murbles. He goes, I'm Derry Murbles, and you're listening to whatever their oh, Pawnee station funny. is. Yeah, and that's the voice actor for Homer Simpson, which I didn't learn until oh, like a week ago, which is really wow. crazy. Um. Anyway, anyway that, so we, we are yeah. grateful. I think the first My thing we goodness. want to say is, uh, man, for those of you who've been a faithful to us this year and have jumped on the wagon, we are really, really, really grateful. And to those that, that give on Patreon once a month, um, to just uh, the cost of this financially were um, um, front heavy. It was, it was equipment. It was subscription services. Yeah, and with COVID, and we had to buy some more equipment because we had to, to be do able this. to uh, broadcast remotely. So right so, now we're looking at each other on Zoom, and we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're recording from our homes. And that required another set of equipment purchase. So and the and the support from you guys is really really incredible. Um, and yeah, we're, I would we're say so grateful. I would say we're back in the black now. We've 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 crested paying off everything. I, I think I, I haven't asked Sue, uh, so that might <laughs> not be totally resident right. accountant. Yes, but uh, but we're just so grateful that people care and 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 uh, certainly enough to contribute, but also. Uh, to send us some email and to uh, give us feedback. It's really, really encouraging. And I think our vow to you would be that we want to uh, improve this product and we want to really be a contribution, a, a meaningful contribution to your life. So thanks for giving us the opportunity to do that. Yeah, and if I could ask one thing further of you, it would just be feedback. It would just be uh, any kind, even if it's a sentence that says, I listen and it is good, or I listen and it is bad, <laughs> anything, we, we eat it up. Um, so please, please. And, and, um, lives are busy. Don't feel bad if you're, if you'd never write in it's right. Thank you for listening regardless. Absolutely. But you can find us that Patreon. I, me- I mentioned is patreon.com slash Jim and John, no H in the John ever in any of our stuff. I, that's on me for being a, uh, having to be a unique little snowflake, John, a Joe Nathan, a, a Joe Nathan. Uh, or jimandjohn.com, uh, where you'll find uh, a blog that we, again, semi-regularly update, <laughs> um, and episodes of the podcast online, and links to our social medias on Instagram. Uh, Instagram's our main one, where you can also find Jim and John. We post every week. Yeah. So, John, let's finish uh, one last thing. Let's let's finish with, with um, uh, what, where, what's one hope you have for us in this next year what's one hope you have for the for the upstream podcast uh in this next one year i hope that we find um something that that bites us in the shorts a little bit kind of kicks it kicks you in the pants is the saying Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. to get to get us going because i think one of the problems is um 
that none of these ideas that we talk about for potential eBooks or books, uh, has really, um, really blown the doors off and got us really excited. So maybe, uh, and the fact that we haven't had a sit down for like four hours and brainstorm about something in, in probably close to since we started. Uh, so I would say a goal would be to find a time for that. And then yeah, we need find, a retreat. That's one thing yeah. we've talked about. We need a little, a little two day, one night, uh, retreat to really brainstorm and get our arms around, pray about, and get excited about the future with some clarity. Yeah, because one of the, I mean, one of the, another huge blessing is that this hasn't really affected our relationship at all. I was worried it might become like an all work thing. Like when I see you, we're just mm. working. Yeah, and that hasn't been the case. But it, it has. We haven't had the time to to just kind of soak and marinate in these ideas. So I think if we could find one, at least that just really got us excited, it would be easier, much easier. To, yeah, so let me mention a couple of the book ideas that I have, and I would love uh, any of you who would love to give us any feedback on, hey, do that one, or those yeah. all suck. Uh, but, <laughs> that one uh, might be even more useful, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it might save me a lot of energy Yeah, uh, not writing a book nobody would read. So uh, a couple of my ideas. I, I want to write a book, and I've already started on this one, actually, um, The Ten Commandments of Relationships. And it's taking the Ten Commandments from a lens of how they apply in every relationship we have. So primarily a committed love relationship, but also in friendships and work relationships. And it turns out the Ten Commandments are a genius lens from which to understand relationships. So that would be one. Another one is, uh, I love this idea of um, Moses' school of leadership for the clearly disqualified. Moses is my favorite biblical character. I love him. I learn so much from him. And I think he has a lot to teach people who are called into leadership, but also feel completely disqualified. So that would be a leadership book. And then um, I want to write a book on um, a a disciple-making church and understanding what God had in his mind for the heart of church and how to structure a church so that it actually stays on mission um, effectively. Do you have any book, John, book ideas, John? Is there other ones we've talked about? I've got them written down in a journal. Yeah, we, well, the only, I think I have not produced many of these ideas. I have, uh, um, a fiction that I'm writing, but I won't, I won't plug that here just yet. If, if ever, do you have a title for that book? Your fiction, (laughs) your fiction writing? No, I don't. Um, anyway, uh, the, the idea that I mentioned earlier, uh, that we had an episode on, uh, I think it is not well suited to a podcast episode, even though I, I love the episode and I love uh, I loved our conversation about it. I, don't, I think it's better suited to something in text, um, either an ebook or a bigger book. Um, just the idea that uh, um, you know seventy percent of you is is fixed before you even really have many memories, but by the time you're in second grade, uh, yeah, and and how the spirit works with that and the hope that's actually in that really daunting reality. Yeah. Um and the how the how this freedom of the spirit is freedom from the gate that you were shot out of from birth. Yeah. And and the freedom to um to change lanes and to change your path with the intercession of the of the spirit. That was um, that was my favorite episode. It might be mine too, even though I don't I hope it was easy to listen to. It was a blast to to record. Man, it was very thought provoking. It was the only one that I went and told my friends you really should listen to this episode. That's awesome. Yeah. So that would so th- be a fascinating uh, yeah. thing to explore in a, in a much deeper way. And it's it's tricky because a lot of these books, we, we wanted them to be, to be as, sex, as accessible as possible. The Pursuit is a uh, is is less of a book and more of a um, 
40 day uh, daily devotional. Yeah, exactly. So, um, that one, that idea is, is not, would not be a devotional in format. It, it's definitely more of a, um, a, a book, you know, for whatever, yeah. whatever that means. But that's, that's an idea I had. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, man, thanks for listening. Uh, we want to just thank you for a year. It's been a, it's been great. We are, we cannot say enough about how much it means to us that you listen. And if you clicked and, on this one, then you're probably true blue. You're probably, you know, yeah. this, this won't have a catchy title. It'll just be right. our, our right. one year deal. That's true. So thank and, you guys uh, really. And watch for episode 53. We're going to, I'm going to introduce some new segments. We're going to have uh, some great conversations. So, uh, I hope to see you at year number two, episode number one of the second year, episode 53. Yeah. Jim and John season two, episode one. Yeah. Well, it'll yeah. be 53, but well, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, John, thanks. I want to thank you for doing this with me. It has been a great uh, honor, and I am uh, I'm really grateful that I have a son that wants to do this, that, that loves to talk about things I enjoy talking about, and that uh, I love the way you think. I love the way you process information. I love your love for God. I love your love for people. So it's a real honor to do this with you. Well. It's definitely two ways. I know a lot of guys whose dads wouldn't wouldn't have these conversations with them if they if they wanted to. And it's uh if we both we both lucked out. I'm I'm yeah. grateful for you too. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And we'll see you next week for episode fifty three.